did testing. Mother approved. I am your kid, Ruben. And I'm the mom, Dawn. Uh, and if you've never listened before, which this is the first episode, I wouldn't have expected you to, what we're going to do is every week uh, we are going to be given a theme, or we're going to pick a theme for movies, whether it be, oh, um, uh, sorry you're dead, or some sort of just bizarre kind of off-the-wall theme, and I will pick a movie for mom to watch in that theme, and mom will pick a movie for me to watch in that theme. And then we'll come here and we'll review them. Um, yeah, sounds sounds good. So first of all, uh, mom, why don't you go through and explain the movie? So let's ex- what was the what was the theme this week? The theme was, I just forgot what it was called. <laughs> it's um, no, it was gone too soon. Gone too soon. I and, was, yeah. And so I, for my gone too soon, which obviously the theme for gone too soon is someone who is dead, someone who died early, and. Someone like Don Rickles or Gene Wilder doesn't fit into that category because it wasn't something tragic or something that shortened their lifespan. They they had a pretty lengthy life. Um, I picked Philip Seymour Hoffman. And Ruben made me watch The Big Lebowski. Um, so it came out in 1998 and was directed by the Coen brothers. And I've, I had seen that when it originally came out. But... Um, it was interesting. We'll talk about that in a second. Coen Brothers also did Fargo, which I liked. The, you liked Fargo? I did like Fargo because our family's from Minnesota, so I could totally do the accent and everything else. I liked that one. Um, I have not liked anything else that they've done because it's just a little too quirky for me. Um, I'm not quirky or goofy. I mean, eh. It's quirky. I'm not quirky. <laughs> I'm not quirky. Not quirky. Okay, we're not going to argue whether I'm quirky because I'm not. Um, so Ruben wanted me to explain <laughs> this movie to you yeah, or whoever's just, listening. Just explain the okay. basic synopsis. Here's the basic synopsis. Okay. Jeff Bridges. Yes. Is the dude. Yes. And he needs a haircut so badly in a good wash. And he wears his underwear about 80% of the time. He does. He does. He's wearing his underwear all the time with his big, gross, disgusting bathrobe. And the point is the whole movie, which is way too long. Is that someone else named Lebowski, because the dude's name is Lebowski, somebody else named Lebowski's wife is stealing money or is doing something or owing money to people, but then the bad guys think it's the dude, but it's not the dude, and then the bad guys pee on his carpet, and... It really it really tied the room together. Yeah, that's right. That's what they said uh, 42 times. It really tied the room together. We got it after the second time. Um, and then... The old man Lebowski, who isn't related to the dude, apparently, has his wife gets kidnapped and he gives the dude the money to save the kid to get the wife back away from the kidnappers. Blah, 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 blah happens. And then the movie's over. Thank goodness. Um, (laughs) I think you're missing about half the movie. No, really, I'm not because it's a lot of punching. He gets punched and then he has these crazy dream sequences and there's nakedness and it's no thank you um so what did is that good i mean that was that was that's what i thought it was okay. so it i just have a couple notes um i didn't really understand the whole point of it i thought it was a total complete waste of script time um so i didn't get it i just didn't get it at all oh wait there was bowling in it whoopee and um, i whoopee that was totally not relevant um, had a pretty good cast. Jeff Bridges, like we talked about, John Goodman, I liked. 
Um, you liked John Goodman's character? I did. I did. I, we needed to clean up his potty mouth, but I did like him a lot. Um, the bowling guy. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, and the other bowling guy. John Turturro. Yes. Like, John Turturro's character was weird because he licked a bowling ball. It was gross. Well, he was also, you know, a creep. Weirdo. But, <laughs> but it, the characters were fun. It was just too long. And we got the point about 30 minutes into the movie. What was the point? Nothing. <laughs> The Coen brothers needed money. Nothing against the Coen brothers, and if I ever met them, I would never say anything against them. But I just didn't think, I hope it was really a good moneymaker for them, because I just didn't get it. And I also didn't understand why we had to say the F word. How many times did you tell me it was in the movie? I believe it's 270 times. Exactly. That's over a whole paragraph. An entire paragraph was wasted with bad F words. Not necessary. (laughs) I've already asked Ruben that if he, the next movie, could he please not make me watch a movie with too many F words? Because I don't need it in my brain. And it was, especially John Goodman's character, didn't need to keep saying it over and over and over and over and over again. It just wasn't necessary. So Yeah, but he he was over the line. It was stupid. (laughs) It, there was just no. It was. It was just nothingness. That's all it was. It was just empty space that they could have filled with grown-up words. And, <laughs> and it's. And this is why our up-and-coming generation oh, talks okay, like this. Okay. No, because this is what they hear. So they have to add the F word into a sentence, and that's not how we talk. And let me just say. Let me just say, Ruben, you know this about me. This is just my opinion. And who am I? I'm a preschool teacher of 30 years. So, I mean, I'm not a movie critic. I'm not anybody. <laughs> I'm just a mom and a preschool teacher who doesn't want to watch a movie with 270 F-words in it. I'm just good. I can live my life without that. So that's what I thought that movie was about. Um, yeah, I don't want to watch that anymore. Can we not watch them anymore? Don't pick them again. I'm whack you across the table if you make me watch that again. That's, that's just like your opinion, man. Oh, shut up. Here, I'm whacking Ruben. Don't touch me. Um, <laughs> okay, so what movie did I make you? Wait, well, we... no, no, we're not even. I mean, we've only talked about this movie for like six minutes. That's all it. That's all it really deserves. That no, they could have. No. The Coen Brothers could have made that movie in six minutes and have been over. <laughs> Yay! Jeff Bridges would have won. Yay! No one would have died. Yay! And I'm not giving anything away because it came out in '98, so everybody's no, I mean, you seen can, it. But yeah, yeah. So, so like, okay, so. What was the point of Exactly. The you could stop the whole thing right there. What is the point? Nothing. Well, like, but, like, like, what did you think of, like, the whole nihilist? Like, I, well, yeah, you kind of fell asleep. I that did. Book. I didn't really even understand what a nihilist was, and if it's something They believe naughty, in nothing. Well, the, that's what I felt like the whole movie. It was <laughs> nothing. The movie was nothing. I know that if you're listening, you can't see our reactions, but I said they believe in nothing, and Mom just proceeded to just open mouth sigh and just eyes went to the back of the head just and i think i snored too it's so it's a good it's a good movie in your opinion just like i think it's not a good movie okay do we need to talk about it some more can we go on to the rating system okay well so yeah so let's let's talk about this the rating system that we're gonna have for each movie uh you go ahead and you explain the rating system you came up with it okay so our rating system is super simple it's buy it rent it or throw it in the trash now i'm sorry cohen brothers but your movie goes in the trash (laughs) why does it go in the trash yeah i Okay, I'm going to sound like one of my students, because it's yucky. So here's here's the crazy thing, is when it came out, it was kind of like a cult classic. Like, it came out, and it I didn't do that. great, but then, like, my generation and the people a little bit older than me really got into it. 
Right. It's it's good. It's. I could see it being a cult classic. I, it's definitely not something that I would have in my library. Now, would you consider, would you buy it? I already know the answer because I live with you. Buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash. Oh, I would buy it. Because you own it. Because I own it. Yeah. And I, I th- I'm actually kind of surprised you didn't like it because of the noir elements. I really expected you to kind of like almost relate it to those noir kind of movies that you like and that kind of stuff that and those like old time radio shows that you like that kind of have that noir Sam Spadey kind of like Okay, I can Because just... because even that one character, I don't remember if you remember that part, but the guy who is the private detective that is watching the dude yes. legitimately believes the dude is also a private detective. So that part I like. I liked certain parts. I really did. It's the parts that I didn't like were the... Anytime anyone opened their mouth. Well, yeah. <laughs> Any, anytime that, yeah, that the F word was used or the anytime the poor dude got punched and then we had these crazy dream sequences. Just explain one dream sequence. Are you Explain the one, the, the big one at the, kind of at the end. I don't remember that one, but the one I remember is he's, on a bowling alley and the giant bowling ball is rolling after him and he gets stuck in the ball and then the camera actually starts rolling and I really started getting car sick. I was like, ooh. But um, no, I just don't get any of them. It, it, so yeah, I'm done talking about that movie. I'm ripping that page out of my notebook. We, I'm done. Well, okay, so here's, here's something I want to do in each episode too. If you were to go somewhere and you were to walk up to the Coen brothers and they were to say, hello, we're the Coen brothers. What? And they were like, what did you think of Big Lebowski? Like, what would you tell them about this movie? <laughs> just, <laughs> yes, I would. You know me. I would do just that. Just right in their faces. No, not in their faces because that would be rude. <laughs> but I would say, hello, Coen brothers. I don't really like your films because you can't go 12. I literally was counting at one point. About... I told you not to. I told you that would make you fall asleep, and you did. Well, yes. No, but what I was counting was how many words could they go in a row without saying the F word, and there was not many. If it was the three of the friends talking together, then they couldn't. It was no well, more it's than mostly 20. just John Goodman. Uh, blah, right, and he couldn't go anywhere. So, yeah, I, that's what I would say to them is congratulations on your great movie career, but I'm not going to be watching any more of your movies. <laughs> Not that it matters, my $5 or whatever, it doesn't really count. I think what's crazy about it is how much of an impact it actually has had on society. And, like, I, I don't think I ended up telling you this, but did you know that that's a real guy, the dude? Oh, yeah, which is weird because I'm going to have to do some research because why, I don't know, it just seems kind of bizarre that there's, like, this person that they, so that makes more sense, but I still don't want to watch their movie. Would you, would you want to meet the actual dude? Is he wearing underwear? I don't know where you're getting underwear from. He wears a tank top and like pajama pants and then a robe. No, they're like under, that's like boxer shorts there. A lot of it is boxer shorts and that ratty daddy robe. No one wants to see that. You know how much that like, that sweater goes for online? Mm -mm. Like hundreds of bucks. At least it's not the ratty tatty robe. (laughs) What's, what's, what? So, so, well, so if you, you, would you want to meet the dude in real life? Like, just to see, like, is he actually like that? No. Why not? Because I'm good. My life is good. <laughs> I don't need to meet that the guy. Dude? No. I might want to meet Jeff Bridges. Yeah. But I don't think I'd want to meet the, the real dude guy. <laughs> no, thank you. Sorry, Jeff Dowd. Mom doesn't want to meet you. Get I, out of here. Well, yeah. Not that it matters. He doesn't want to meet me either. No. So we're good. <laughs> 
what's what's funny too is John Goodman just recently got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and one of the people that came to speak was Jeff Bridges. And Jeff Bridges had the bag that the ringer was in, the the dirty, the dirty underpants. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was kind of funny. Oh yeah, and then well, well I'll finish the story. But Sorry. then so he opens it and John Goodman looks in and John Goodman just goes, Dude and he takes out the sweater and he does a speech for John Goodman at like about why he got the star as the dude. Nice. But he was just like Did it have know, was it full of bad F words? No, it didn't I don't think it had any bad F words, but he was like, you know, John, he's an actor, he's good, he's he's a good man. And and you know, and it's one of those things of yeah, so he just he goes on this whole speech about how John Goodman is great, but he does it as the dude, which is one of those things is like, no, right. wait, there, there was never Big Lebowski 2. There was never... No, which I don't think there needed to be. I think that that was... In a... they've, they've talked about it. I was going to say, have the Coen brothers ever done any sequels? Two? Not really. I don't think they need to. I think that the way that they do them, that's enough. And it, it wraps up the story, and I think we're good. I would want to see one about the kid. Because you know how there's like... Because at the end, where Maude is like... Uh, oh, yeah, no, I don't want to see but that. But see, but just having the dude as a dad, like the kid is totally normal, and then just the dude is his yeah, dad. Yeah, but the, if Maude is the mom and the dude is the dad, the kid is not going to be normal. <laughs> that kid is going to be spouting F-words like you wouldn't believe. That's it's going to be his first word, is a bad F-word. I also, we watched it. we watched it with Dad, and Dad laughed three times. I don't think I laughed at all, did I? No. No. But Dad laughed when Bunny pr- propositions the dude, and then says, "Well, Brant, you know, Brant will have to watch for an extra hundred bucks or whatever." And then he says, "I'm gonna go find a cash machine," and Dad laughed because he's like, "He doesn't have any money." Like right. that's that's, that's the funny. joke. And then I think he laughed at something. I think he laughed at the dirty undies. Because that okay, that was kind of funny. I don't think I laughed. I don't think it deserved. And then I think he laughed and he was smashing the car. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. So, good choice, but I don't want to watch it so anymore. Th- so, throw it in the trash? Throw it in the trash. If I had a trash can, I would throw something in it to make the sound. It is... All right, well, we will be back. We're going to take a break, and we will be back uh, with the movie I had to watch. week mom you had me watch sense and sensibility i did because it's got alan rickman in it yes that was my gone too soon person was alan rickman um so sense and sensibility 1995 ang lee uh it's based obviously on jane austen books on a book i think one book yeah it's called sense and sensibility oh okay thanks for that stupid look (laughs) sorry (laughs) Uh, i don't know um i i just want to clarify something uh, for each time we watch a movie, we're, we both take notes and we both write down all this kind of stuff about it. Uh, for me, for Sense and Sensibility, I wrote about three pages, two, three pages uh, of just character stuff and just story so I could understand what's going on. And let's see, Mom wrote two things for Big Lebowski, and it's too much F-words and what is the point? That is the truth, but I wrote a whole lot, so now we're going to get into... Um, so I believe the plot of Sense... First of all, can I just say about Sense and Sensibility? I'm sure that 
in that time, it was very well written. And I'm sure that like in a hundred years or however long ago this was written, when people go back and watch our movies, they're going to be like, why are they talking like that? But I had no idea what anybody was saying because they were like, oh, penny farthing, dingle winkle, blah, 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 Mr. Dinglehopper. And I'm like, and I'm like, what's going on? I have no idea what that means or any of that. So I believe the story is there's a guy who died or was dying and his son had a step family. No, no. The dad who's dying had two families. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. The dad who's dying had two families, and the step-family... Or the second family. Wait, the, the new one... Yes. ...was liked more because well, yes. they had a boy in it or something. No. The first family had a boy, and at that time, girls couldn't inherit anything, so the... So, the, wait, wait. The, the... I even forgot who it was. What's her name? Uh, Titanic. What's her name? Titanic and then Emma, Emma Thompson. Thompson, yes. They are the first family. They are the second They're family. The, oh, well, then whatever. Why would they get anything anyway? Well, because if now, whether you're a boy or a girl, you might get an inheritance. Back then, if you were a girl, you got literally, you got nothing because you didn't count. So, and can I say something about, you said you didn't understand a blah, 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 farthing, blah, blah. That is why I always... Um, Use the closed captioning because sometimes with the English accents, I can't understand it either. It's easier for me to catch it with the closed captioning than I can read it and catch it up. But so this is based on Jane Austen's Sense and Sensibility. The screenplay was actually written by Emma Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. But it's okay. Go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's fine. So, story dad dies. The regular kids get everything. The step family, who is Emma Thompson, uh, Titanic, Kate Winslet, and then that little girl who doesn't look like she looked okay. Every time I feel like I feel like granted I haven't seen a whole lot of British movies, but I feel like every time there's a little British girl in a movie, it just looks like how that Hermione girl looked, like with the big old like she got like a big old mop on her head. This girl just looked like Hermione, and I think I just called her Gremlin Child or Hermione in my notes. Um so, so then Hugh Grant just kind of shows up. Oh, okay. First of all, first of all, I'm going to describe a movie and you're telling me what movie I'm describing. It made no sense. There was bowling and a little dog. Well, that could be Sense and Sensibility. It right? is Sense and Sensibility. There's bowling and Sense and Sensibility. Oh, on the lawn. Yeah. There was a little dog. Yeah, that's like the whole thing is this little naked dog. The, the mom, the stepmom or whatever, the new mom has this, like, little naked dog that she carries around. And it's never, like, on a leash or on the ground. It's just always being taken around. My mom is holding my dog and dancing it around. Um, so the – stop dancing. The dad dies. His regular kids get everything. The new family with Emma Thompson and Titanic get nothing because they're girls. Uh, then Hugh Grant shows up and – So who is Hugh Grant? I don't know. Hugh Grant. Their names were like Billaby Johnson and Willoughby Willoughby Willikers, and I just I don't care. Wickersham and yeah. So Hugh Grant's character was the son's wife's brother. So they're related. Emma Thompson, the second family, is not related okay. to Hugh Grant. Okay. Well. Whatever. So Hugh Grant shows up, and man, is he really trying to act? He's definitely playing out of character for Hugh Grant of the. Oh, look at me. I'm British and young and, and kind of like, 
I don't know. Like, I'm Hugh Grant. I stutter a little bit, and I'm kind of awkward, but I'm, like, quirky, and you like that. So the daughters are poor. Hugh Grant is cool. Uh, he's nice to the gremlin. No one else is, I think. I don't think anybody else really is nice or cares about the little gremlin child. So, so here's what I wrote. Hugh Grant likes Nanny McPhee. <laughs> Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Uh, and she, I believe she likes him back. I have, like, I look like the Zodiac Killer. I have four different charts that are trying to get me to help me explain who likes who. Because this is a thing, too. I was watching this with my girlfriend, and every time a different guy showed up on screen, it would show Nanny McPhee, Emma Thompson, giving him, like, some sort of, like, dreamy eyes. And I'm like, wait, does she like that guy, too? And my girlfriend would be like, no, she's scoping him out for her sister. I'm like, no, that's weird. It looks like every time any, just any, like, hello, I'm a man, shows up. It, like, shows Emma Thompson being like, Well, and the reason why is because back then, the girls had nothing. So in order to have an inheritance, in order to have a life, you had to marry up. It's just like, hey, I'm Bill the janitor. And she's like, hey, I'm the neighbor. Okay, keep going. Uh, So... Hugh Grant likes Emma Thompson. I also I abbreviated her name to E.T. And as I was writing my notes, I thought that was kind of funny because I just imagine a movie where Hugh Grant and E.T. are romantically involved. Okay, that's just weird. <laughs> uh, Hugh Grant likes E.T. after like a day. Uh, the three sisters move to Dirty House, and they have neighbors with lots of puppies. It's the the dad, the guy, the the guy, and then like his weird mom. And she's a gossip. No, I think it's his sister. I think it's his mom. Anyway, whatever, they're weird and they just giggle all the time. Yeah, they just giggle and she's super gossipy. Uh, and then in all caps, I wrote, I have no idea what's going on. Um, and then Hans Gruber shows up. Who's Hans Gruber? Uh, what's his name? Gone too soon. Uh, Alan Rickman? Alan Rickman shows up. Oh. And the first line he says is like the air is full of spices, and like me, well, it's not like that. I don't know what that is. That's, That's Morgan, like Sean Connery, it's Morgan Freeman or something. But like me and Alicia, like had to pause the movie because we just couldn't stop laughing at the air is full of spices. Yeah, and he whispered it to the gremlin girl. Yeah, and he, it he was whispered it to creepy. the gre- It's weird. I was weird. a little creeped out at first, but I did uh, like. And it. then bowling. Lawn bowling. Yeah. And then, and then I wrote, so Emma Thompson likes Hugh Grant, and so does family, but, like, he doesn't show, so both sisters like Snape. So, Ernest, oh, okay, There's then there's this other guy who shows up in the rain or whatever. Wickham, or, yeah, that yeah, saves. Yeah. Titanic, she, like, okay, she just kind of slips, and she's like, oh, I can't walk, my leg is broken. And it's, it's like, pouring down rain. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and then this guy who I described looking like a mix of Ernest and Keanu Reeves. Oh, well, there you go. I can't can't remember his name. But... I don't think he ever... I You know what he went on to do? Willoughby. His name was Willoughby. Yeah, but his real name? Yeah, I don't see Exactly. It. He went on to be like, hey, I don't know if you've seen Pride and... Pr- or no, uh, Sense and Sensibility from 1995, but I'm, I'm that guy. Right, but I wonder, though, because most of these actors are English, I wonder if he... Is he in Harry Potter? I don't know. No, he's probably not important. But to... We don't know that. You can't make that assumption. He's important to someone. He's important to his mother. <laughs> Right? I mean, you can't say he's not important because everyone is important. All right there, (laughs) Mr. Rogers. Calm it down. Okay, so then I wrote, Snape likes Titanic. Yes. Which I believe was true. Yes. But then I wrote, E.T. likes Hugh Grant. Yes. And then I wrote, Titanic likes that guy. Willoughby. Who I couldn't remember his name. And then taking up like six lines in all caps, I just wrote, Hugh Grant sucks! Exclamation point. Because Hugh Grant has like a... 
a girl he's engaged to, but he's like been flirting on the side with Emma Thompson. And then, okay, then there's a scene that I really expected to be cool, and it just kind of nothing happened. Uh, Hugh Grant comes into the room, and he sees Emma Thompson, and he's like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And she's like, yeah, guess who else is here? That girl you're engaged to. And it's just kind of awkward. Like, he's like, oh, I'm Hugh Grant, and I'm stuttery and awkward. And then he leaves. Yep. That's, yeah, he ran as fast as his little legs could carry him. I, and then, um, movie has cool animals. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Okay. Oh, oh, because there was like there was like some goats and there was some sheep and the sheep looks kind of funny. Okay. Uh, and then Willoughby also sucks. Oh yeah, Willoughby also sucks. He's the uh, the other guy. He sucks too. And here's the thing: is we are expected to believe that both of these sisters will find love, but we have seen three guys, and two of them are trash, and one of them is cool, and the only good one is Alan Rickman. Right, but then we find out. He still sucks. I still think Hugh Grant sucks. But at the end, when he says that he he isn't Here, married to her, it doesn't matter. It's and then still, she cries. It doesn't matter. It he matters. still sucks well, because he's like, oh yeah, I hope you can forget that whole. I had a five year engagement while we were like uh, kissing around or whatever. Oh, by the way, uh, I left her now. Is that cool? And she's like, yeah, totally. Because she married his. His brother, because she was just a gold digger anyway. Yeah, but it's weird. It's, it's still okay. weird. All right, well, I'm sorry. So give us our rating system. Buy it, rent it, or throw it in the trash. I would rent it. Because I think that if I if I, if I I watched it again with subtitles, or maybe if I read the book, even worse. It's just, if you think the language to listen to is hard, I have tried to read them thinking, oh, this would be great. It's really rough. It's it's just hard. It's that older language and it's big words and yeah. You know you know what I'm gonna call this episode because I thought that each episode I'm gonna title it a mashup of the names of the movies. Yes. What are you gonna call it? Sense and Sensebowski. Oh, I like that one. That's, That's a, a really good one. good one. Yeah. Um, perfect. So that so yeah, I I would rent it. Uh, and if I ran into Ang Lee at a party, and he was like, Hey man, what did you think of Sense and Sensibility? I'd say it's fine. I just didn't care because I, I mean, the second they started talking that second. Oh, and House is in it. And House is supposed to be married to Umbridge, I think, from Harry Potter. Because. So, yeah. But, like, I didn't get their relationship. Like, it almost didn't seem like they were like, yes, dear. Blah, blah. Like, I was like, haha, they're married. But it was like, I don't know, their ages. No. Oh, that's that's something I get. Nobody's age made sense. No, you're right. Because the the brother. Of the first family, and Emma, I mean, Emma Thompson was really old, I thought, to be playing a sister. Yeah, everybody, but everybody looked at the same age, but they were all like, this is my great uncle Charles, and it's like, he's 90, and it's like, he's younger than you are. Like, right, it, it was, it was a little weird that way, I thought that, um, that so was that, weird. that definitely threw it off to me, um, but, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I'd be like, hey, it was fine. But you should watch it again sometime with your girlfriend or with me and um, when yeah. you've got the closed captioning on so you can understand a little bit or better. Or I'll just spark note it. Okay, spark note it. That sounds good. I don't know what spark note is, but that's spark okay. Spark note is like, it's like, hey, here's the basic. Or let's look it up on Wikipedia. I bet Wikipedia will give me like a general. I think so. Um, all right. Well, uh, so for next week, uh, so what we're going to do too, is we're going to previously decide the theme that will be for next week. And then what we will do is, uh, on the show, tell each other what they're going to be watching next week. So we don't have the previous knowledge. 
Um, next week, we've decided on the theme is what are you doing in this movie, which means a movie starring or featuring someone who is, at the time, not an actor. That was not their main profession. So I'm thinking, like, early Dwayne Johnson would go into that category, or uh, Home Alone 2 features Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not an actor. What are you doing in this movie? So uh, for me, for Mom to watch this week... Wait, drum roll. First, okay, you know what? First, let's say the act, the, the person that's not an actor. My person is Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. okay. Who, is, who is your person? John Cena. Oh, no. Mom, uh, you're going to have to watch Kazam. I feature. love Kazam. We used to watch, you guys used Be, to watch that over watched, and over. Have you watched Kazam, like, recently? No. I it's creepy and weird. Okay, so Kazam. All right, I'm watching Kazam. Yes, and what am I going to watch? Surf's Up 2. Oh, gosh! Featuring the voices of John Cena, Vince McMahon, Triple H. I feel like I'm missing, oh, a couple other people. You're going to make me watch a movie about surfing penguins? Mm-hmm. And not just the movie, the sequel. The sequel, yes. Yes. That's, okay. Yes, you're going to love it. You're going to love <laughs> this it. This sucks. Yes. All right, well. I'm curious what next week is going to be like. It should be good. It should be good. So I'm watching, wait, what's the name of it? Kazam, not Shazam. No, Shazam is something completely different. I'll be watching some (laughs) other movie going, whoop, that's not it. Kazam, okay. That's it. All right, well. What if people want to listen to us and and get a hold of us and tell us how amazing we are? Well, nobody wants to do that. But (laughs) if. Okay, wait. But if they contact us, they can't be mean. No meanness. Oh, boy. See, here's the thing. Do you know what the Streisand effect is? No. So, some horrible thing about Barbara Streisand came out, and she was, like, doing her best in her power to destroy it and telling people not to do it. And because she told people not to do it, oh. it happened. No, no, no. She sucks. Um, no, but, I mean, I don't want people to be mean to us. So, you say, hey, I would love it. No. I don't know what the reverse psychology is. If you want to tell us how great our podcast is or say hello to us. Yeah, uh, I opened up an email. So it's K-T-M-A, yes, K-T-M-A show at gmail.com. So show at gmail.com. You want to let us know what you thought or if you want to give us a theme or say, hey, I think that uh, mom should watch this and Ruben should watch this. I and would... I think mom is amazing and would... Ruben has no taste in movies. <laughs> you're Just... making me watch Surf Step 2 and you're saying, oh, you got no taste in movies. Okay, I had to watch it, so I want to share the love. Okay. Well, yeah, so uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.